Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's Saturday. I'm Paul White. It's the 17th day of June. On Saturday, I'd like to tell you about the sermon to expect tomorrow. And this week, we are putting up our second sermon from our recent trip to Wallaceburg, Ontario, Canada. We were at the Father's Voice Christian Family Ministries. Had a tremendous weekend. We did this in the first weekend of June, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, that kind of thing. Crammed a bunch into a small window. Those are those are fun to do because you can kind of get in a zone and stay there, stay really locked in. The sermon I'm going to present for you tomorrow is titled, A Tale of Two Sleepers. Now, this is a message based upon the the moment in which Jonah falls asleep in the boat and we compare it to Jesus sleeping in the boat. Of course, this is we write about this in great detail in our book, Greater Than Jonah. I have tried at various times over the last year to preach a little bit of the Jonah material, especially on the road. Um, it introduces people to the concepts that are in that book. And it also lets me say out loud some of those things that we'd worked on in writing. And then the fun part is to watch where the Holy Spirit takes new material, even over a subject that we thought we'd pretty much exhausted. A Tale of Two Sleepers compares the Jonah journey and the Jesus journey. And of course, the title of the book gives that away. Greater than Jonah's Jesus' journey is going to be greater in every way. We're going to show how it's like our journey and the whale is like the mercy of God. It's one I think you'll really enjoy. It's a message that I was going to preach on that Friday night uh, in the Canada meetings, but I got up on Friday night to preach and other things came out. We ended up doing a message that we posted last week that I titled, It's Never God Versus Jesus. And um, that went great, but I just rolled right around the next morning and thought, well, let's preach what we were going to preach last night. And so a tale of two sleepers. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, you can listen to the audio-only version of A Tale of Two Sleepers. If you prefer video, we were running the camera, and you can watch at our YouTube page, PWM. You can also, of course, access everything through our website, paulwhiteministries.com. Mark chapter 10. Jesus has been talking to James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who say, we want you to do what we want you to do, what we want you to do. <laughs> we want to ask you something and we want you to do it. And Jesus said, well, what do you want me to do? And of course they asked to sit on the right hand of the other. On the left hand, Jesus says, you don't know what you're asking. Jesus isn't wrong. They don't know what they're asking, but they do say that they can drink the drink he drinks and be baptized the way he's baptized. And he says, you're right, you will. But that whole right hand, left hand isn't mine to give. We went off yesterday the podcast ended by me telling you that what happens is that in Mark 15, just five chapters later, Mark goes to great pains to tell us that they crucified two thieves, one on his right hand and one on his left. And it's Mark's way of giving a nod back to this 10th chapter and showing that the right hand, <clears throat> excuse me, that the right hand and the left hand is really uh, the only way to get there is at the cross. So, to be seated at the right hand and left hand of Jesus is to participate with him in death. You don't, you don't get in any other way. Now, the way Jesus takes the conversation next confirms that before it ever even happens. When the ten heard it, 
They began to be greatly displeased with James and John. This is verse 41. But Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So Jesus, and I'll save the ransom for many for tomorrow, because I want to talk about him in relation to, to the ransom price. But let's, let's ignore that for today, all right? Not forever, but for, for today. Jesus compares the way Gentile authority works, the authority of the lords, the kings, the Caesars of the world. He uses the phrase lord. Rulers lord it over them. And that to be great in the systems of the world, you exercise your authority. You work out and work on your authority. Jesus said, it shall not be so among you. So he paints the opposite picture. He goes, listen, for you to be great, you're not going to be great by exercising authority or ruling over people. You're going to be great by exercising servanthood and working from the last to the first. In other words, you're not going to get to start at the front of the line. You're going to start at the back of the line, and you're going to be servant of everyone in front of you. He goes, my example, this is him saying this in verse 45, my example of serving is your example of serving. I didn't come to for you to serve me. I came to serve you. Why is Jesus saying all of this in relation to James and John's question? Remember, they wanted to sit on his right hand and his left. He told them, you don't know what you're asking for. You, are you able to drink the cup and be baptized my way? Are you able to step into what I step into? And they said, yes. And he goes, you're right, you will. But the whole right hand, left hand isn't mine to give. Mark confirms that right hand, left hand are the two on, on the cross. So the way into the right hand, left hand is death. Or as Jesus says on his way to the cross, the way into right hand, left hand is, if you'll be great, you must serve. This has not changed just because we're in a successful society. That now that we are in the in, in, in the, the, a time period where it's relatively, or at least in the Western world, relatively safe to be a Christian, that now we can pick up the accoutrements of the world systems because it's no longer the same context. No. There's, there's always going to be a marked difference between how the Gentiles exercise authority and how the followers of Christ exercise authority. And the Gentiles do it as top-down power, and the kingdom of Christ does it as servant of all. And you can see in your own walk which system matters the most to you based upon the way you think authority is expressed. And if it's best expressed by lording it over people or hierarchical systems of authority that have one person ruling over the... the, the whatever... I was going to try to be specific, but whatever. And their servant mentality is only reserved for quote-unquote the meek, 
but it's not reserved for the leaders. Well, you might be watching someone who's been more swayed by the power of the Gentiles than by the power of the gentle Jesus. Tomorrow, I want to deal with the life as a ransom for many. We'll see you then. God bless.